Welcome to the Frontline Response to Health and Homelessness podcast series. This series is based on the articles published in the March 2020 edition of Parody Magazine, which is available on the link accompanying the podcast. That magazine and this podcast series give voice to those with lived experience of homelessness, those working on the front line, and those that support the sector in delivering services to people who are homeless. My name is Dan Fleming and I'm delighted to introduce our host, John Willis, who leads the inclusive health team for St Vincent's Health Australia. John will introduce our guest in just a moment. As we're recording during the COVID-19 pandemic, both John and our guest will be with us by phone for this episode. John Willis, over to you. Thanks, Dan. It's um, my wonderful pleasure to welcome Trish Vidal, the Training Coordinator Safe Choices for Catholic Care Tasmania. And Trish, you're also a visual artist, which is uh, an exciting component to your background, which we'll unpack in this um, conversation. You're also our first Taswegian, so congratulations on this podcast series. So an extra delight to have you on. Um, So how are you going? I'm doing well. So um, working from home, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah so coping with that, um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, great. Yeah, look, it's a common scenario, all of us having to learn a new way of living and working. So yeah. um, let's jump into your article. So your article fo- focuses on trauma that results from family and domestic violence, and you've viewed it through the lens of those with lived experience. Now, that, it, it, in some ways, that's a perfect way of doing this. We are talking about lived experience within the homeless sector a lot these days. Yeah. Um, and, and in this podcast series, we've heard a lot about how domestic violence lives to, leads to homelessness. And in fact, I was on a, um, a, a Victorian government conversation today where that was raised yet again. And it's a really challenging situation mm. that all of us are trying to, do, to have some response to. But as a visual artist, to come at this from a different perspective um, yeah. and to explore some of those unseen, not spoken aspects which you mentioned, um, so I'm looking forward to this conversation. So, to begin, yeah. maybe could you tell us a little bit about your role with Catholic Care? What do you do? Okay, so um, the program I work for is Safe Choices and that program supports predominantly women and children um, in a practical way, so who are experiencing domestic and family violence. So currently I'm undertaking a project though, so I'm not a frontline worker, I'm actually Uh a research worker at the moment um, and I'm developing a training package to assist frontline workers who work with or support women with disabilities. So that's another another vulnerable group of people. So um, who, and and it's a a training package to um, take to disability sector and the family violence sector um, and uh, so that they recognise what domestic and family violence looks like because it's not all, um, it's not always seen. Um, yeah. You'll know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. And there, there is also that, that aspect of people with um, disabilities or some kind of acquired brain injury that, that happens through a whole range of things mm, um, mm. That, that are those, those people with complex behaviour issues are, yeah. are appearing in our homeless services and, and in our hospitals as well. That's so right. let's get to this. I found a fascinating, uh, I, I love this phrase, unseen, not spoken. So you talk about mm. this in your article as an mm. aspect of domestic violence. So can you tell us about what these elements are and, and what, you drew, what you drew from them and, and how you focused on them? Well, I suppose, um, so most people are familiar with the physical abuse of domestic and family violence, so that is seen 
Um, but there are yep. other types of abuse that are not so visible. So um, emotional and psychological abuse, as an example, is of manipulation and control. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's subtle and people around are unaware. Um, and so financial abuse, isolation. So these are all forms of abuse that are not necessarily visible, but it's also mm-hmm. behind closed doors. So the um, exhibition that I originally, the original one, um, was called Behind Closed Doors because it's people, it's unseen, unspoken, and then we don't speak about it. So I was influenced by um, working at a women's shelter. So a lot of these underlying issues and emotions that that women were experiencing were, yeah. So they were feeling shame and judgment and they thought it was their fault and they, they, yeah, they must have deserved it. So that's where the influence and the focus came from. So um, how I, and, and portraying their story through my artwork. Yeah. Fantastic. So, so just to confirm for our listeners, then you, the, the artworks that are in the article are created by you. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So that, that was all. <laughs> I just because normally when I see artworks in, in a in a magazine, it's usually got the um the creator's name, and oh, and I suppose your your name was in the article, but I just yeah. wasn't exactly sure. I think sure. under I think under each one. Yeah, I didn't actually write my name under each one. I I actually named them, but not my actual. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. So look, those yeah. listening, if you go to go and have a look at these artworks, which Trish is going to um, is going to describe for us in a, in a little while, um, she created them. So that's a good bit. So how did you? What process did you use then? You've obviously had this experience working in a homeless, uh, sorry, in a, a domestic violence service. So what process did you use to come up with these? Yeah, so um, I've worked in, as I said, uh, a a women's shelter for Mm -hmm. um, domestic and family violence and I've worked in a young women's shelter as well, which is slightly different. So the body of work started um, because, yeah, uh, I just wanted to um, make people aware Mm -hmm. um, and and I suppose it's an education. So through art, that could be a way of portraying it. and did you want to know how I how, how the process happened? Well, so yeah, look. So how did you come from that experience to then create the works? What did you what, what did you did you reflect? Did you go? Yeah. To so so what I, what I do I start so when I start a body of work. Um, so uh, th- I suppose this is something I've learned through um, my practice. So I begin by a mind map. So writing keywords uh, about the concept. So, yeah, and so it's like brainstorming. So, and then I researched the subject. Um, this particular series, or the, um, especially the uh, one specifically named after women, came from uh, the influences of at, and the stories that I got told at, yeah, uh, okay. at the shelter. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, we'll workplace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that in a moment. So, um, I wanted to ask you first about the first two artworks. Well, the, the one one appears first in the article, and then I think yeah. it appears at the end, just the way the layout works. Another but, one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So this is a uh, replay, rewind, replay three, which is one artwork, and then the other one's called Rewired. Yeah. So these 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 ones have got a lot of lines that look like spiders webs. Yeah. Um, I'd like I'd like first of all for you to describe <laughs> so you might have a better description yeah. of these two artworks and then tell us a little bit about the story behind their okay. creation. Okay. So um, these this 
this um, body of work came after the other the other one, so it's mm-hmm. a, a, it was a continuation. So oh, um, yeah. I was researching and exploring about trauma, so I was looking at how to convey vulnerability and fragility within the human psyche. So it was referencing the human emotions that can be embodied and embedded in the physical body. So, um, and and through the materials and processes, um, you know, it was it was trying to get that complex layers of trauma, which um, yeah, hopefully the materials yeah came across. So it trauma, yeah, it defines the definition of trauma is. Um, like shock or suffering, pain, but it's the experience of reliving that mm. um, that event continually. So that was the um, the uh, reason for the line. So how I I came about that was like a repetitive repetitive loop. So mm. um, it's rewinding, replaying, rewinding. Um, yeah. yeah. So I was also. Yeah, so continual. So for me, it was also, um, I was also influenced by a personal experience, which, you know, um, my son at two had a drowning accident, but everything was fine. It was all mm. ended up happy. But through that experience, I did that same thing, you know, that rewind, mm. replaying, rewinding. And uh, so the trauma, so it's that trauma and then the trauma that, you know, domestic violence, that continual what you're in um, mm. and that's where this body of work came about. Yeah, so it's the repetition of the line. So the way I, I the process um, was drawing and then rubbing out the line mm. and then that rubbed out line would, would leave a trace so you could just slightly see it. Mm-hmm. And then I'd re I'd redraw it, and then rub it out, redraw, rub out. So it was that that whole process. It took a while. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, so it's leaving the trace and the mark of the charcoal, and that's how the the layer, lay, layering of the line work happened. Yeah. Mm. I think that's a wonderful representation of what I understand trauma to be. The other aspect I thought, just just as a side, is that yeah. idea of guilt. Um, yeah. That, that you know that I have, and I've read case studies where some some victims of domestic violence feel that they're they're the problem, and that mm-hmm. that some for some reason they they felt that they brought this on. If you did yeah. you discover that at all, or is that any? Oh any, yes. Um, that's probably not so much in this work, but that is so so true. It is um, it is that mindset that that you that the person, the victim, has done something wrong that they're deserving of this, and and, mm. and that no one deserves it. No, absolutely, absolutely not. And it's often often um, uh, continuously reinforced by a perpetrator as well, which oh, makes it even yeah. worse. Yeah. yeah. So let's yeah. let's move on to your other two artworks. Um, now, uh, Beth and Ruby three, um, yeah. these are these other two works. Now, these are completely different. So yeah. first, could you describe these works for our listeners, if you can give it a crack? That'd be great. Yeah. Um, and then maybe tell us a little bit about the story behind these two. Yeah. So um, I work predominantly in paper. So the other works were also in paper, but this one, these, these works are in paper that I can actually immerse in water. Uh-huh. Uh, so my background in printmaking and drawing. 
So I've combined mm. the two in the in this, these works. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the diverse materials that I use that create the textures and tones, and it gives that layering effect. Yeah. Um, so it also hopefully portrays the the cuts and scars and bruising with the the material, which is a liquid graphite that I'd use, plus the acrylics um, mm. that the under the grounding. Um, yeah. And so the final layer is is the release print, which you see. So um, in Beth, it's the hair, um, uh-huh. which is printed on. I um, I use a printing press, so I've printed the hair with a hair extension, yep. <laughs> um, and that has that. And the, um, in Ruby, that's a nighty that you see. It hopefully references the fragility and vulnerability, so that's why it's sort of ghosty. And um, but that's also done by um, the print. Yeah, it's mm. got a bit that, of red. I don't know if you know the printing process, but yeah. But, uh, I'll, I'll listen. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I'd want to say too much on that one. There's a bit of red in it. I, I was just wondering mm. if it, there was the, is there a theme of blood in this yeah. at all? Was it, um, yeah. Okay. So especially Beth. So well, I can start with her. So out of all the artworks, Beth is probably the most confronting because mm. it's so so um, yeah in your face. Um, uh, it conveys the physical trauma that this woman had gone through. Mm. So her story, um, yeah, it's lived with me for, you know, some, some stories to stay with you and this was mm. one that was particularly quite quite terrific. So she came to the shelter and had been beaten terribly by her partner, mm. um, not just by his fists but by a hammer. So the wounds mm. and injuries she sustained were horrific. Mm. Um, so she sustained a head injury and some broken ribs. So the, um, that's why there's hair, and because mm. the hair and the blood can, I mean, it's quite. I'm being quite graphic, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah, it congealed, and so that yeah, so it's referencing sort of that traumatic physical sure. abuse. Sure. Mm. So look, I suppose we should say if anyone's listening to this podcast yeah. that raises any concerns for you. Um, please um, reach out and call some of those national helplines yeah. like Beyond Blue and others. But um, clearly, um, yeah. some, but both within the domestic violence scene and in hospitals, we do come across some fairly horrific mm. Um, mm. injuries that happen. So, but thank I you. Mean, I, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't mean to come out with sort of something quite so visually, um, maybe quite, but I meant to be... Um, in a way, you can see something's not quite right, but they're visually mm. pleasing. But what something's not right, you know, that's you know right. that there's that's underlying, mm. there's an underlying. Mm. So that's mm. what I endeavoured to do. Um, yeah, I think mm. I think Ruby's a little bit less less confronting in that sense. So mm. um, yeah. Mm. No, it definitely doesn't jump out at you. It's something you you need to look and sit with yeah. for a bit. Um, yeah. That's great. Um, so, well, look, we're conducting this interview during COVID-19 and I, I'm just interested as an artist, um, your expo- your approach to exploring these issues. Um, I, I've wondered if you've had any inspirational thoughts about mm. doing some works on the impacts of lockdown, social distancing, that sort of thing with the people that you've been reflecting on. In this artwork, is anything? Um, I haven't um, 
really thought too much about it, but but um, only because I'm doing the other project at the moment. But when I think mm. about it, so doing mind mapping in my head, um, you know, I, I feel out there for the women because mm. they, they would be feeling trapped and isolated, alone, despair, fear. It's, it's um, quite insidious how family violence happens. Mm. Um, yeah, so this is they would be feeling really desperate. So we have mm. noticed the program has noticed that we've had uh, a lot more phone calls yeah. um, due to around COVID nineteen. More highlighting what's been going on because they mm. are in isolation, so they don't now they don't have that freedom to leave the, yeah. the ha- home. So yeah, so it's been quite a difficult time. Yeah. Mm. Um, look, uh, before I get to my final question, I just wanted to ask something a bit random. Have, have you actually seen this parody edition? Have you had a chance to look at it? I have. What did, you, what did you think of the other artists who featured throughout the series on the front cover and yes. throughout? I, what, 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 what do you think of I, his work? I did like it. I, I actually have to say, it's actually, um, I, w- I went through it and went, oh, wow, because he's quite a lot through it. Mm. Um, there's a few, yeah, no, it, it's quite, the colours are bold. It's um, completely different to what I do, of course. But, of course, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it is impacting. Now we had the opportunity to interview um, the artist um, as mm-hmm. part of the podcast series. I'm just I'm just checking his name so I can men- mention his name because ah, okay. I'll get into trouble. Conrad Clark, of course. Ah, yes. So Conrad, um, just for your benefit and for those listening who missed Conrad's interview, he was he did an art exhibition at St Vincent's Hospital in Melbourne. Because oh, we have wow. an art, we have an art curator who works at the hospital, um, and who curates. Um, she only works part time, but does an amazing job of bringing artwork to the wards and um, to patients. Um, and Conrad was one of our featured artists, and that's hence why we got him involved in this parody edition. So there you yeah. go. Bit, bit yeah. background. Well, look, just to right. finish off our conversation, um, you've talked, you've hinted about this a little bit, but is there a story or an encounter that inspires you to keep? doing the work you do and, and to work with domestic violence and homelessness work. Is there a story you want to share with us today? I don't have a story, but I've got a, a couple of quotes that oh, yeah. um, are always inspiring and just keep, you know, keep me grounded. Um, yep. So the, the first one that comes to mind is um, comes from the Declaration of Human Rights and all human beings are born free and equal in dignity and rights. Mm. So that one always comes back Beautiful. to me. Beautiful, yes. But the other one that I've recently come across and I thought it was great because it inspired me and encouraged me to keep moving forward with my art as well as holding on to the ideals and principles around how we stand up for justice. So this quote comes from a punk singer and activist, Kathleen Hanna, who Mm -hmm. I've never heard of until now. Um, She says, find something you really love doing and mix it with something you really care about. That's why I've had such a longev- longevity as an artist. I mm. really, really care about ending violence against women and I really, really love playing music. It's super enjoyable. So that quote was just so, yeah, apt for where I'm at at the moment. Love it. So mm. just say that one more time. Combine what you love doing so with something com- you care about, yeah, is that it? Yeah, find something you really love doing and mix it with something you really care about. Done. I thought that All was right. great. 
Mm. If we take anything out of this one, that's that's the quote. Thank you, Trish. Yeah, that's okay. It's been great you having so you on much. the podcast series. Thank you so much. Cheers. I'm so honoured. Thank you. Bye. To subscribe to a printed copy of Parody Magazine, visit chp.org.au forward slash parity. This podcast series has been developed by St Vincent's Health Australia. For more information about St Vincent's, visit www.svha.org.au. The music track for this podcast is called Slow Burn by Kevin MacLeod, host of incompetech.filmmusic.io and is licensed under the Creative Commons 4.0 by Attributions Licence. This information, information about our guests and more can be found in the text under the podcast description. Thanks for listening.